Yes, people, it's episode 164 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How you doing? We're back in the car, back in the studio uh, for, you know, what an extraordinary week it's been in our in our time. Are you self-isolating? I am. I'm in the car, self-isolating. Um, the wife is also self-isolating at home. I've been out, been out for a walk, man. There's no reason to not go out for a walk. Just stay two metres apart from everyone. But it's nuts. Everyone's scared of each other now. Those of us that are taking this self-isolation thing seriously. I mean, yeah, I've been at work all week, but that's because I want to get paid. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, um, it's brought out the nature in some people. I mean, me going to work every day this week, because, you know, we haven't been told we could work from home. It really shows you what kind of guy I would have been at different times in history. Now you get like slavery and stuff and you hear black people going, if I was a slave, I would have killed my slave master. But clearly I wouldn't have. I would have just, uh, I would have just strolled out to the field. <laughs> In like, oh, oh, well, I, I see, I, I, I say, I see you. Uh, I see that um, the other folk, uh, the other Negro would be dying in the field, boss. Um, do I still need to be out in the field? Yes, Darren, get out in the goddamn field. Okay, boss, I'll be out there in the field. <laughs> I'm only joking, I'd be in the house. Anyway, what's going on this week? Obviously, coronavirus. I just went for my walk, popped to the shop quickly. Um, that seems to defeat the point of self-isolation. You go into the shop and you just end up queuing up. And um, there was one guy behind me. You can tell he's given up all hope. I'll tell you what, look, let me describe this guy to you. Old dude, Zimmer frame, literally out of breath, walking up to the counter, right? So I'm not sure if he's got COVID-19. I'm not sure. But um, he seems that type of guy who would be out if he got it, right? And he is struggling. And everyone's like, you all right? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And they go, well, yeah, just come down to, to this till when you're ready. He's like, all right, I'll, okay, I'll be, yeah. And he literally just, you know, he musters all his strength to get to the till. Like, what would you like, sir? He's like, yeah. oh, 20 B&H gold, please. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Do you know what? I'm, I don't care. You can see in his mind, he's like, I don't care. If this, this thing gets me, I've had the good innings. I'm out. Give me the cigarettes. There's no point in me quitting smoking now. He's kind of got a point. But no, I, think I, will, work, I will be working from home um, this week coming up. So um, have to make sure that the remote access all worked and all that good stuff. So I'll be doing that. And, you know, the virtual virtual dashboard, all that good stuff. So I'll be logged in from home. And um, I'll be I'll be working. I'll actually be properly working from home. Why? Because uh, my wife will be working from home as well. And I can't be seen to not be working. Because then she'll ask me to do things. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. So I've, I've actually got to work. Even if I'm bored, I just got to do that, you know, 
the high skilled procrastinating that you know you do in the office. You know, you don't look at stuff on your phone when you can look at it on your screen. But you don't have it all big on your screen so people can see you're looking at nonsense. You see, that's that's a that's the high level procrastination you need people. You know, you want to see, you know, what, what the latest football news is. Granted, there's none. I'm talking about a time before coronavirus, BC, yeah, BC. And then AD after disease. But talking about BC, in the in the times of BC before coronavirus, you know, you, you want to check the latest news. Like, you know, latest football news. Just make your window small. You open up a new browser window, you make that small. And you make you open up a spreadsheet with lots of colours and lots of numbers, so that looks active. And you just you just read a little little bit of news. You look you look like you're deep in concentration because you have to like really lean into your screen to see, you know, the web browser that's got got the news that you want to watch, want to look at. See, the moment you look at your phone, it could be a text from a colleague. The moment you look at your phone, you look like you're dossing. So always sat up right, looking at your screen. That's how you do it. Get WhatsApp Web if you don't know about that as well. Yeah, WhatsApp Web. So the WhatsApp straight onto your laptop. Again, don't look like you're faffing. Don't look like you're messing around. Don't look like a dosser. You're working hard. Look at me. I'm, looking, I'm on my computer. And make sure no one can actually see that it's WhatsApp you're looking at. Undermine, undermine the absolute charade of you working. Or charade. Who knows? Doesn't matter now. That we're all getting wiped out. Let's let's talk about COVID nineteen. Uh, let's just talk about that. It's been an interesting week from a political point of view. Um, you know, it'd be very interesting. Uh, if some of you may or may not know, my wife, she's a teacher, so she's um, she is front line, front line in this pandemic. When everyone else is being told to work from home, she's like, hey, get in school. <laughs> It's nuts. It's like we've all been told, hey, avoid avoid um, gatherings, packed situations, you know. Avoid um, gatherings, wash your hands, keep good hygiene. But then teachers are told, get in a classroom for the 30 people with some of the worst hygiene you're ever going to meet. Children. The same children are told, remember to wash your hands. This is before the coronavirus, like when they've literally got mud. On their hands. Remember to wash your hands. Oh, okay. Those those are the kids. That she has to be in the same room as. These super carriers. That these children are. So. Um, but schools have been locked off. And what a time it would be to be a year nine. I'm telling you. Why year nine? Because you've got no exams. Yeah, if you're year, year 10. Yeah, maybe. But you might be a little bit stressed by it. Year 11, you're definitely stressed. GCSE year. And you're trying to get into college. Sixth form. Um, A levels again. You try to get into uni. Final year of uni again. It's a madness. You, you're final year of uni is the worst one. It's got to be the worst when it comes to these academic checkpoints. Um, that's nuts. Because there will have been some wanker in your year or in your course. So have you have you started studying for that exam yet? Nah, mate. Can't be asked. I was cramming it the night before. It's like, nah, you need to start revising. Nah, man, I've had a look at it. It's flipping hard. I've been revising it since the start of term. Nah, stay point for all that effort, mate. I'm just going to blag it. Hopefully get a C. And you know, hopefully I get a decent grade overall. 
Nah, man, you got really put this effort in. If you want to get that grade, if you want to... how much do you need to get? Ah, I don't. I predicted grades like a B anyway, so I'll probably get that. Not if you don't study, mate. And then two months later, boom, COVID-19. Don't have to do your exam. Predicted grades only. That guy's there at home playing PlayStation. Stroking himself silly. Watching Pornhub. You know, he's just, he's laughing. You now, you've been studying all this time. Because you know your predicted grade's low. And you're like, I'm going to prove that teacher wrong. You predicted me a D? I'm going to show you. I'm going to get a B. No, you're not. Not anymore, you're not. Jesus. It's brutal. My sister made a very good point. Because I've got a niece who's um, he's 18. And I've got a nephew who's uh, 16. So they're both at those kind of check, vital checkpoints. One's finishing GCSEs. One's finishing A-levels. And she said... Which I completely forgot about. I was thinking about exams. Exams are exams. She goes, yeah, they're, they're not going to get their final day at school. I was like, what? So like, think about it. They're not going to get their final day. Do you remember your final day at school? You might not remember it vividly. I don't remember mine vividly, but I do remember the emotion of it. Your shirt, you went in with a shirt, pen, and you'd sign people's shirts. And you had like your leavers book in the final term. You'd write all nice messages. Or you write absolute filth to the girl you fancied. Whatever. Different people wrote different things. Right? And you'd have that book. And you'd have that shirt. And it didn't it didn't mean a lot then. But you'd stumble across that book a few years later. And you'd, you'd have a laugh. And you just read some of these things that people wrote. And it's just like, it's nuts. They're not going to get that. That last day, right on your shirt. I remember walking through the corridor with my mate Dan. We sat on this table and we was just like, oh my God, this is the last time I'm going to walk through this hall. The main hall. The main hall is from the front door right to the back of the school building. Off that, you had the assembly hall, the science block, head teacher's office, deputy head's office. You can see out into the playground, up the stairs. Splitted off into block A, block B, which are these two three-floor towers that we had. And um, there's the vending machines there as well that led out to the field. And that was the main building. And yeah, we was walking that hall. He goes, this is the last time walking through this corridor. And I was like, oh man, I know. And he's like, oh, are your eyes hot? I'm like, yeah, my eyes are really hot. Yours? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. My eyes are sweating. <laughs> we weren't crying. Our eyes are sweating. Bloody emotional. But they're not going to get that. Nuts. Not going to get a prom. Oh. Not going to get a prom. They don't know that a prom is absolutely nothing. And it is, it's never as good as what you thought it'd be. But they're not going to get that. See, when you're younger, you think, oh my God. Going to my prom, I'm a 16-year-old boy or 18-year-old boy, whichever leavers do it is. I'm going to lose my virginity. Oh, I'm going to get with that girl who I've always fancied. You're not, mate. You're not. That isn't what's going to happen. That It doesn't happen like that, all right? You could hope it does, but that isn't what's actually going to happen. But you don't know that. You don't know that. 
You still have youthful optimism. And that's been robbed from you. Oh, dear. Speaking about people just become... So who's in the worst situations? People who... Um, if you're single, that's not so bad. I don't think. It, I mean, if you were actively dating, this is an absolute torpedo. Because, listen, you've got to override your loins and think with your head and your health. Because, all right, let's, let's put it like this, right? You're a single bloke. You're talking to about three or four girls on the Tinder web, whatever it is, yeah? You ain't met any of them. Or maybe you've met all of them maybe once for a date, for a drink, whatever. Nothing physical. You're now hearing that this place is about to be on lockdown for 12 weeks, maybe even a year. You've now got to pick one of these girls who you're actually going to make this massive gesture of going, hey, do you want to risk your physical health to come and see me? Hmm? Well, I'll risk my physical health to come and see you. I mean, you can't just do that for a link, for a bang. No, you've got to do that for someone you actually love. But do that for a, that's going to send out some mixed messages. Hey, try and send that text and say, hey, it's not that serious anymore. And I'm not, uh, I'm just not feeling it anymore. You're not feeling it? You made me risk getting COVID-19 to come and see you? Oh, jeez, it's going to be all hell to pay. All hell to pay. So, um, that's mad. Let's think about if you're the person who just becomes single. Oh, just become single. Like, you've become single because you want to just get loose. I want to get free. Come on. I want to play the field. I want to be out there. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to hit the gym. Get my body right for summer. Woo! For summer. I want to go Glastonbury. And get loose. I'm going on holiday and get loose. I'm going to carnival and get loose. No, you're not. No, you're bloody not. No, you're not. How about that? How about that? That's not happening anymore. What about the people who are in a relationship and don't like their partner? You're having an affair and everything. Oh, you're having an affair and you're just about to tell them it's over. Do you know what? Fuck the kids. Fuck the house. Fuck you. It's over. I can't do this anymore. Uh, the, the, the whole world is on lockdown now. So you have to stay indoors. What's, what's that you just said, Gary? Listen, what, what I meant was... Um, hey. Hey, we all said some things that, that we regret. <laughs> You're now self-isolating in the fucking car, mate. Because you, no, you can't go around there. You call you call your bloody mistress. He says, so have you left your husband? And she's like, no. No, you, you see the lockdown happened. And I was like, I know where my bread's buttered. You didn't tell your wife that you was leaving her, did you? And he's like, ah. Mm, yeah. About that. Yeah, what about that? Someone who's actually about to end it with shit cook. She's a shit cook. He's a slob and snores. He's literally about to end it. Ah. Oh. 
Now you're locked in together. Jesus. What about people who have flatmates? Ah! What about those guys? I'm forget. I'm thinking about people who just live with someone they're meant to love or get on with, or just family. What about flatmates? You're locked in, locked down, flatmates. Oh my god. Nuts. That is a nutty one. But ah, that is that is COVID nineteen. But yeah, Boris doing his talks. Rishi doing his talks. The the head of um health or medicine or medical research or scientific research i don't know who they are they're, they're the experts though they're the geeks boris rishi and the geeks and um it's nuts man it's nuts i don't it's damned if you do you're damned if you don't I just feel like people are using it for political maneuvering some people just use it just to bash people look i'm no boris fan but some of the tweets and some of the Facebook statuses I'm seeing is nonsensical. Just like, ah, Boris, you need to do this. You need to do that. And then he doesn't do it. They'll be like, why is he doing this? He's an idiot. Look at these other countries. They've done it. Why isn't he doing it? And it's like, our rate's lower than those other countries. It's like, doesn't matter. In a few days' time, it'll be bigger than theirs. And a few days later, our, our rate still isn't as bad as theirs. But that gets ignored. That's because he's not testing and, and he's not doing it. and He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Then Boris will announce he's doing it. And then people go, well, it's too late. And he should be doing this. He should be doing that. He should be doing this. He should be doing that. Look at these other countries. They're doing this. They're doing that. Listen, no one is doing the right thing. Okay. Everyone's trying to do what they think is best. As much as Boris is a bumbling, uh, stuttering idiot, right? He's a bit of a buffoon. A blackguard. <laughs> um, as much as he's all these things, I don't think he really wants everyone dying. Like, let's think of it from a very selfish perspective. This guy... These politicians are egomaniacs, right? And they on their le- and they're talking about legacy. That's what they care about, their legacy. What will they be remembered for? And they want to be remembered for having a booming economy. They, they want to be check my stats, look at our GDP, look at woo. They want that. Uh, these politicians like a bit of a war. They love a bit of a scrap. We went to war with this country, we beat them. Or we defeated this dictator, or we defeated this terrorist organization that's always nice as well yeah even this this is his war his war on covid19 he wants to beat this pandemic he wants that to go down under his legacy one thing he doesn't want no one will want they don't want to go on the record that oh yeah million people died while i was prime minister no one wants that so you have to believe that this guy's actually doing the things that will make him look better. And having the fewer, fewest people dying will make him look better. Now, is he doing the right things? I don't know. I'm no medical expert. But the numbers at the moment from who are, who are being tested, I guess, uh, the UK is not doing that badly. It's not doing as bad as, let's compare it to the European countries, Italy, Spain, France, Germany. The UK is under all those rates, I, I assure you, of people... Um, getting it that's i guess that is skewed by not enough testing being done granted 
If we look at the Asian countries now, so let's say China and South Korea, two very politically different-minded countries, they've flattened their curves. But again, it's all about reporting. It's all about who's got, who are you testing to see whether they've got these these conditions or not. Let's take the fit, healthy person who's got COVID nineteen, recovered from it, never got tested, never will. Then their numbers not showing. They're not shown as a active case that's now ended in recovery. They're just not shown as a number. So we just don't actually know the true numbers and the true effects of this thing. But what we do need to work out is this antibody test. If you don't know what that is, that's uh, the test to say whether you've had it or not. Because the general assumption is if you've had it once, you can't get it again. That's not fact. We don't actually know that yet. But it's a fair assumption as that's how most viruses work. And that's what that's what the assumption they're going to play on is they want as many people to get it and recover. That's because that acts as a form of immunization slash vaccination. Then, yeah. That's that's the plan. But we'll see. We'll see where it goes. He locked off the pubs, the clubs, the gyms, the leisure centres. That all happened Friday, Friday night. What what did this country do? Went out on the big piss up on the Friday night. Last night out. Chanting, we've all got corona. We've all got corona. Da, 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 da. And then when we're all dying, um... They'll be like, what is it? What helping us? Is that that's just us as humans? It's a very British thing. Very British thing. The reaction to being given an instruction is you can't tell me what to do. Who are you though? You can't tell me what to do. So I am literally the person to tell you what to do. If you don't believe that's British um British culture, and that's across all races, alright? Watch how we interact with police in this country. Now, granted, that's probably because police don't have guns, and I'm very thankful for that. But there's not many other countries where a group of police officers, they go, all right, guys, please keep it moving. Move along, please. And someone could go back to the police. Fuck off, mate. And the police just go, all right, son, just keep it moving. What the fuck is this? Keep it moving. See, in any other country, they're drawing for the weapon and they're just battering you in front of everyone. They'll pop a bullet in your chest and call it in three hours later when they finish their shift. Know what I mean? Jamaica police just have, like, a shotgunners on their side. I think they're going to take a fuck you. Even if they're in the wrong. They will blast you. They will delete you right there. Get back to the office, do the paperwork. Know what I mean? How's your patrol, Johnson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's patrol is quiet, you know. Um, I was just walking through Kingston and oh Lord God, me just remember me shot someone. Um, yo, there you are. You got paper? Yeah, you got pen? You you not you not you don't have a pen? Uh, all right then. Um, but me back in tomorrow morning, so me just fill out the paperwork there, and then me then we report him dead. That's, that's what will happen to you in those countries. Yeah? Fuck a bat. Whereas this country, so you can't tell me what to do. Please stay inside. Why? It's for your own health. It's for your own good. Nah, fuck off. I'm going to the pub. I'm going to the pub every day. 
Every day I'm going to the pub. All right, the pub's now closing. What? We closed the pub for? Do, do what? I'm going to the pub right now. All right, pubs are now closed. All right, everyone around my house or a party. Listen, I watch... I, I don't know if this is... If there was a party going on, but I went for my walk. Smell barbecue going on. Now, I guess I can assume the barbecue is just a family. Why not? You know, you're already in the same risk profile, just living with each other. But, but, if it's not, and it's just a group of people having a house party, which I've seen online, they're just like, fuck it, have, have a look at yourselves, isn't it? Markets are still going on, Victoria Park, North um, East London, they've still got their, they had their weekend market on. I mean, just, just sort it out, just sort it out. If you can't work from home, which I fully understand, there are some jobs that are actually just physical. You actually have to be there. My mum does one of those jobs. She can't just not be at work. And it's not everyone who has that, you know, a nice cushy job where if you if you don't turn up, you get paid. Some people are on wages rather than a salary. And I get it. Go to work, make your money, and try to make it through this this moment and stay safe in it. But to just be outside reveling. Just going out, out. Everyone's come around mine. Drinks out booze, come around mine. We can't get it. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know what's going on. But um, what else do I want to talk about as well? About um, It's obviously all going to be corona-based. There's nothing else to talk about, is there? Nothing else to talk about. Um, but I know if... Uh, can't, oh! Yeah, it's all corona-based, but my life, how it's been affected by this corona. I don't hear some of you asking, how have you been affected, Darren? Are you all right? Are you all right? Listen, this was what's going to be going on in my life, okay? Check this out. It's, uh, I was going to be, you know, at my job. And I was leaving my job um, at the end of March. Going to go to Mauritius for two weeks, come back, start a new job. I ain't going to Mauritius anymore. Cancelled the flight. Shout out Emirates. They're, uh, they're just handing back refunds effortlessly. Well, we'll see if we get the refund back first. But on their list of things, it says if your country's advised against non-essential travel, you can get your refund. Or you could just reschedule it. So hopefully getting that back. The hotel, haven't cancelled that yet. I will do. I uh, will do though. It's a it's a non refundable fifty percent deposit I've paid for the hotel. Not cheap one either, right? Not boasting. I feel like an idiot right now. Um, but I'm gonna email them and say, hey, look, given the situation, how about you give me the money back and I cancel my stay? And if they say no, sorry, sir, we cannot give you the money back. I will say, listen. Give me the money back or I'm turning up full of coronavirus. And I'm going to cough all over your shit. Your reception, your food hall, your swimming pool. I'm, I will lock off your hotel. I'm going to cough on the beach. I'll cough on your trees. I'll cough on everything. I'll cough on things that you didn't know I coughed on. I'll cough on you. If 
you don't give me back the money. I am loaded full of this coronavirus. I'm coming for you. That's what I'll... Maybe, maybe I can't write that in an email because that, that might be classed as, like, I don't know, like a biological like terror threat. Um, so I, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to go to Guantanamo Bay, get waterboarded for threatening saying I had coronavirus. Um, but I will hint at that, that I think you should give me the money back because we don't want to put you... And your resort at risk. If I make it sound selfless, I don't make I don't put you and your resort at risk, so I'd be very grateful you could return the money. If not, I'll have no other option but to turn up. Oh I'll have no other option but to turn up. That's what I'll say. So I've got to send that email today. Uh new job. Fake fuck, that's still on. Um <laughs> They said it's all good. So I was like, oh, God, all right, phew. Oh, nervous. Nervous, nervous, nervous. Um, just had some other stuff going on in the background as well. Stuff can't, can't tell you guys yet. But we're, we're going to see how that goes. This other stuff's going in the background. Comedy-wise, oh, God. I'm, I'm, it's at moments like this, I'm thankful I'm not a full-time comedian. Jesus. Shout out to all my comedy brothers and sisters who are full-time uh with no alternative income just getting income from live shows jesus christ um because we don't know when we're going to be allowed to do anything like that again um so we'll see we'll see man thank god i'm a boring accountant and my mum said darren Get a good job first, then you can just do whatever you want. She doesn't actually talk like that. You've heard her. Episode 6. But, um, yeah. It's like, God, listen to her though, isn't it? Because that would be a hard conversation to have with my mum. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. But, hey. Seriously, on all serious now. Um, I hope, hope whoever's listening... Um, Whatever obstacles you're having to overcome to get through through this, um, I, hope you, I hope you can. I hope you can. Um, I know you can't be great for people's mental health, um, financial health, physical health. It's, it's not great. None of this is great. Um, luckily for me, it's mostly affected me as an inconvenience. That's, that's what coronavirus has affected me as. But for some people, it's been... It must be flipping life changing. This this whole whole measures we're going through. So, I hope that my pod has provided you with some light entertainment about it, made you smile a little bit. You know, um, if you're struggling with shopping, here's a here's a tip. You just got to remember life before supermarkets. Some of you aren't old enough. Yeah, granted, I've always had Tesco's around, but there was a time when my mum used to go to the grocers for fruit and veg. And some of you are like, I don't have any grocers near me. You do. You actually do. A lot of smaller shops, your corner shops, have fruit and veg there. In your mind, like, why the hell would I buy fruit and veg from this guy's shop? Because it never crossed your mind, is it? Because you knew there was a Tesco and you just get everything there. Yeah, you can get your meat and eggs from the butchers. Get your bread from the bakery. 
You know what I mean? All, all this stuff's there. So it's all in these um, different shops. The shops he looked down on, your Poundlands, your B&Ms, all those places. You can get like pasta and stuff in places like B&M. I assure you, you can. And your corner shops, your off-licenses. Yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more. Or it might not be the brand you want. Um, but yeah, it's all there. And just don't shop like a dickhead when you get there. Though. Don't start panic buying there. Like, oh my God, I've got there. I'm going to get all this shit. I'm going to get all of it. Get all of it. I'll take it all. No, don't, don't be that person because you're just adding to the problem. You need to... What you're adding to the situation, yeah, you need to try to add normality, get some balance back. So, whatever else is going nuts, just try to add some normality. Add some normality. Everyone just add some normality. If you all just do that, it'll all start to feel a little bit better. Like, the, the supermarket shit should never have been a pressure point. Should never have been a pressure point in this situation. But people just panicked. And now I hope that this coronavirus thing disappears and some of you motherfuckers have to just be eating tuna and pasta for the rest of the year, you pricks. Anyway, because you bought so much of it. Anyway, let's get a bit of Dear Deirdre going. All right. Let's get a bit of that. Um, geez, how's my car so hot? But, um, but before I go, coronavirus stuff... Good websites to go on to. Um, our, our World in Data. So our, O-U-R, ourworldindata.org. Um, they have some amazing graphs. Um, graph that I've been looking at is your total confirmed cases of COVID-19. So it has the starting point when whenever a country reaches 100 cases, it gets added to this graph. And you can basically see the trajectory and the day's like the number of days versus number of cases. So you can see that China, South Korea, basically the Asian countries have kind of do this um, this R shape, a lowercase R. So, you know, uh, italic R. So it's going up, 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 up. It just curves straight. Whereas the European countries are just doing a diagonal upwards trajectory. So they're, they're flying up. But um, <clears throat> yeah, man, it's all nuts. It's all nuts. So that's that's a good website to go to. Um, if you want some coronavirus information. Information. Uh, right, so let's get on to Dear Deirdre. Um, I wonder if any Dear Deirdre's would be coronavirus related because that'd be crazy. Oh, another one as well is worldometers.info forward slash coronavirus. That's worldometers, like worldometers, yeah? Worldometers, worldometers.info forward slash coronavirus. That's another good website to check out. Got some stats, some red hot stats. All right, Dear Deirdre, let's get this. Um, oh, it's because I'm connected to the internet. Connect to the Wi-Fi. Let's see. Deirdre. Come on. Come on. Come on. Why take so long to load? Because everyone's at home on the internet now. That's why, isn't it? Jeez. Dear Deirdre, I had drunken sex with flirty lads I like. Then two days later, he kissed my best friend. Ooh. Um... 
let's see how old you are. If you're like under 21 and you're at uni or college, then you just have to swallow that. Firm that. It is what it is. Tell your friends. By the way, I had sex with him. And um, and she's going to do what she's going to do. But let's see. Dear Deirdre, I had a night of passion with a guy I fancied for ages. But two days later, he was snogging my best friend in front of me. I'm a 17-year-old girl. And I'd like this lad for ages. He's 19 and hangs around in our group. We met when we'd gone bowling with mates one night and both got strikes for our team. He gave me a high five and bought me a drink. Then we sat together and he was flirting like mad with me. I knew my best friend, who's also 17, fancies him, but she wasn't there. So I didn't care. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, 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 wait. Your mate fancies this guy. She wasn't there. You flirted with him. And now you're going to be upset that he had sex with you and then went back to your mate. Shut your mouth. Anyway, he walked me home. My parents had gone to visit my nan. So my house was empty. Oh, yes. Yeah, 17 with an empty house. This is what life's about. Those, those moments were amazing moments when you was 17. You lived at home. And your parents were out. I got on holiday for a week. Yes, I'm going to get so much action in this week. And then you text all these girls. Hey, do you want to come around my house? And they're like, um, no. You're like, okay, let me talk to someone else then. Hey, do you want to come to my house? Yeah, okay. When? Uh, in maybe like two weeks time. No, my mom will be back there. Cool, that doesn't matter. We just hang around and talk to your mom. No, it's not like that. So, uh, you know, that's what would happen. Anyway, so my house was empty. He came in for a drink and I gave him a beer. He said, you're really cute, you know. I just laughed, but he pushed my hair behind my ear and leaned in for a kiss. Nice. It was great. And he then said, aren't you going to show me your room? Oh, this guy is direct. Express train. This train does not stop at subtlety. I repeat, this, the next train does not stop at subtlety. It is going direct. It's an express train to the bedroom. It does not stop at subtlety or romance. It is a direct train to the bedroom. Please stand back from the platform. <laughs> oh, are you going to show me your room? I took him upstairs and he kissed me more. Then we had sex. It wasn't my first time, but this guy knew how to make me feel good. I've had rubbish sex with other boys, but he seemed to want me to have a good time. Uh, we went out as a group last weekend, and the guy I'd had sex with was there. He winked at me, but my mate didn't see. She hung on his every word, even though he was being rude and horrible to her. Nice. Um, we went to a house party later, and there... There were just four of us left. Me and the guy I like, my friend and another boy. The guy I'd had sex with didn't acknowledge me then. So I ended up kissing his mate. See, this is you. So you kissed his mate. How, how have you brought this dilemma? Like you're the victim here, right? So your friend fancied this guy. You went for the guy. This guy ignored you. So you went for this other guy. You're a dickhead. Anyway, this guy had sex who didn't acknowledge me. Then I ended up kissing his mate and he kissed my best friend. It irritated me and I felt embarrassed for them. What? 
I thought he was leading her on because I know he doesn't really like her. My best mate now believes they've got something good going on. She doesn't know I've had sex with him already, but I feel mugged off. This is you. You caused this, all right? This is you. So you're not even going to tell your friend what you've done because you're dastardly. You're a dastardly person. And you're not going to tell your friend that you have been a harlot. <laughs> An absolute harlot. That's what you need to do. You need to tell your friend what you've done. And then, um, and then yeah, and then they might be able to get with each other. If they're mature enough, because you're 17, it won't really mean anything 10 years down the line. But we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Um, right, let's see. Let's see what this, what this. I'm offended. My boyfriend warmed up for sex by watching sexy TikTok girl before bedding me. Okay, so you're offended by something he's done before you, before he tried to sleep with you, but you slept with him anyway? That's how that sounded. So he sounds like you're mad at yourself. Let's see. Dear Deirdre, after my boyfriend had his fun looking at a girl on TikTok, he came to bed with me. We are 27. Have a good sex life. He's always claimed he never watches porn. Her technicality. I don't watch porn. I just watch people have sex. That's when you like kind of look to the camera, like the break the fourth wall. Wink, raise your eyebrow and wink. <laughs> I don't watch porn. I just watch people have sex. Now that, alright, anyway. When he has time alone, he says he thinks about me to turn him on. Lion, he asked me if I wanted some fun last night, so I went upstairs. But he was ages coming up. He was, he was flushed when he showed up. When I asked him, he admitted pleasure with himself. Uh, wait, so is he still gonna, if he's still gonna have sex, then it doesn't matter. That, it actually doesn't matter if he's still gonna have sex with you. But if he said, do you want to have some fun? You've gone upstairs and then he's had a wank and then he comes upstairs and goes, I oh, tell you what, funny thing. <laughs> you know I said I want to have sex? I really did. I had a wank and I'm now just really tired. So... Uh, finish yourself off I'll go to sleep alright and she's all upset like, I can't believe you've done this you're so out of order you're so self-centered you're so... are you are you asleep <laughs> oh no um, right I asked him uh, what had fired him up and he showed me a skinny girl dancing by a swimming pool which was on his phone technically not porn didn't lie dun, 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 dun. she was the opposite to me very slim while i'm a curvy size 14 right do what that is though well listen okay ladies don't be offended if you ever do the crazy thing and looking at your man's hard drive ask him what he he uh, gets off to all right um because i don't know actually what would be weirder if a guy got off to women that look exactly like you, because then that would say, why doesn't he just go upstairs and get with you? Or is it weird for you because he gets with someone that looks nothing like you, so then makes you think, is he even attracted to me? The fact that he's with you is proof that he is attracted to someone like you. All right?
Okay, that, that's all you need to know. Him looking at other types of women doesn't mean anything about your attractiveness, all right? Not to degrade women to food, but let's say my favourite food is fish and chips. And I've had to marry one meal, because that's all you can do. You marry fish and chips, and you've married it, all right? That's it, that's your favourite meal, fish and chips. Now, the fact that you've seen your guy salivating over a plate of curry doesn't mean he hates fish and chips now. No, he's still going to eat fish and chips, still his favourite meal. But do you know what? He's seen the curry and he's thought, do what? That lambuna looks nice. I wouldn't mind munching on that naan. That's what he's thinking in his head. All right? So that's all it is. That's all it is. It doesn't mean he's devalued fish and chips. He still likes fish and chips. That's all. That's all it is. I always with men. A lot of time when you ask men, what's your type? We've had to make up an answer because you've asked us the question. I'm going to let you into a secret, ladies. Us men don't have a type. We don't. We like attractive women, generally. We have a type too we want to settle down with, but that's because I think, you know, relationships are more political and more actually thought about than we like to give credit for. Um, but attractiveness, you're attracted to what you're attracted to in life. Yeah? If I showed you a range of women that I'm attracted to, you'd be like, how? I feel a lot of women like, how could you like that person and like that person? And you like that person and like that person. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Literally talking about this with my wife yesterday. Um, we was watching celebs go dating. And one of the girls now had fake tan. I could see her hands were like this brownie orange colour. And I was like, I cannot stand fake tan. And she was like, that surprises me. I go, why? And she goes, yeah, you know, you're from Essex. And I know you've dated white women before. So I thought you would like that. And I went, no, 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 no. See, I don't. I, I like women in their natural states. That's all it is. So if you're pale, you're pale. But be a, be a pale white lady and enjoy being pale. And if you're black and you're dark skin, I like you dark skin. I like you as you. But if you're dark skin, you're black and you've got weird uh, foundation on that's made your face lighter. And it's a different colour to your neck. That's as weird to me as being a white girl with orange knuckles. I was like, what is happening? I like women that, do you know what I mean? Just like, just natural looking. Regardless of race. There's some girls who are bigger than the other girls. Like, yeah, she looks nice. She's wear, she wears the weight well. And there's other girls who are skinnier than other girls I'd usually like. Like, no, nah, she looks nice. She still looks healthy, even though she's skinny. Yeah. She doesn't look like she needs a meal. That's what it is, man. So, ladies, if you, this lady here. The fact that your guy's looking at a skinny girl by the pool. Well, and each time you go on a holiday, he's just looking at other skinny girls by the pool. No, he's not. He's just looking at other women. That's all. It's because you didn't, because you're intimidated by skinny women by pools. You didn't notice that he's dribbling over the waitress. Yeah, the waitress. He's 57 and got a moustache, but she's got a nice bum. He was looking at her too. So what I'm saying is, don't. Don't stress yourself out, darling, all right? Okay. Um, let's see. One more. One more. 
Uh, right, this is another mess. One last one, and then then we're we're out of here. We're out of here because we're almost an hour. Jesus, didn't realise I was talking so much. Really enjoying myself on this pod. Really enjoying myself. Um, I think I might do. I might I might try and do a pod every day next week in self isolation. Why not? Be a laugh. You'll see. That short one, that short little ten minute update one. Maybe based off the back of whatever Boris and and Rishi and those guys have said. Maybe maybe I could do that. Yeah, with my unexpert opinion, my little breakdown, my reaction to what they've said. We'll see. All right. All right. My lover looks great for his age, and we have. Gr- oh, sorry, dear, 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 my lover is old enough to be my dad. We have great sex, but he still lives with his ex. Ugh. So my lover looks great for his age, and we've had great sex, um, but his behaviour blows hot and cold. Sounds like he's having an affair, and you're the side piece, and you haven't worked this out yet. He lives with his ex and says he doesn't make love with her anymore. He does. Um, could he be lying to me? Yes. Um, I'm 26, he's 57, the same age as my dad. We met in the pub where I work, and I felt drawn to him from the very first day he came in. It took him a while to catch on that I liked him that way. Of course he does. He's 57. You're 28. Why would he think that? Um, I guess he didn't believe it at first because I'm much younger than him. I was flirting like mad and he said to me, why are you wasting your charms on an old man like me? I told him I like older men. I don't really. I just It's just that I like him. Oh, fair enough. He asked me out in the end and we went for a meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Oh, get your hands off my penis! I'm oh, sorry. That's if you have not, if you've not seen that video before, it's hilarious. It's some Australian dude getting arrested. Um, it's so. I do. I want to find it and just share it around because it's just a classic. And people need a bit of laugh at this this time, don't they? Anyway, um, he asked me out, and in the end, we went out for a meal. I noticed he had a haircut and looked very smart. I asked him if he was married and he said he wasn't, but still lived with his ex. Okay. He said they had separate rooms and led separate lives. That sounded okay, so we started to date. At first, it was great. We'd meet and have sex, which was brilliant, or spend half the night chatting online. But then he changed. He suddenly turned really moody and cold and complained that I chatted too much. Sometimes I'd see him in town and he'd blank me, then turn away. He knew I was... He knew... I sometimes went clubbing with friends and he'd get nasty with me and say that I was out looking for men, which was untrue. One night, we had a big row. I was feeling fed up with the way he behaved and I thought he was leading me on and still having sex with his ex. He said I should go round and ask her myself, but he knows I would never do that. Oh, big poker move. Go talk to yourself, dude. Don't believe me? Go with Max Braddon on. Sometimes... We have the best time and great sex when he's round at my flat. But then he won't call for a couple of weeks. He says he can't see me too often because of his ex. And I don't understand why he cares what she thinks. I know deep down he cares about me, but he treats me so badly at times. Um, Yeah, so why he cares about his ex, that's an actual thing. I've had to live with an ex before uh, for months. And you know what? Even if you've moved on, they may not have either way. It's just a respect thing. You don't, you know, I, you can assume that they're getting with other people, but you don't want to know 
So the same way, wouldn't it? Bring that person back to where you live. I mean, it's just not cool. So I understand him wanting to respect that. But if he's got his own room, I mean, you can send a message or two. So don't let him boy you off, darling. Um, just still, just much just chalk it down to a nice fling you had with an older dude. Um, I'll move on. Just leave it. Leave it there. Leave it there. And just get with someone your age. You said you don't even like older guys. Get with someone your age, but someone not from your town. Because um, I guess, yeah. I guess it might, it might just rattle a bloke having to see this old dude. It can really lower someone's expectations of you. I know this for a fact. It's so silly. It's juvenile. But you do judge the person you're getting with by the people they've got with, if you know who they've got with. Sometimes it's just funny that you find out they've got with a certain person. You're just like, that's actually kind of hilarious that you've got with that person. And other people is like, that's cringe. Other people that's disgusting. Other people are like, oh, all right. And that's, he's just, yeah, he just don't want to have to answer that. So just get with someone who's not from your town. Just settle down. Get off these crazy streets, all right? That's what you need to do. Okay, people, that's going to be the end of the pod. I've um, I've spoke for way longer than I thought I would. Didn't think I had this much to talk about. But clearly I do. Um, stay safe. Stay indoors where you can. Wash your hands. Um, you know, that's it, really. I mean, you can wash your hands. It's an airborne disease that apparently lives on metal for three days. So don't go around licking metal. Don't get involved in the coronavirus challenge, licking toilets. Um, just just be sensible, man. Like, look, we all want to get our lives back to fucking normal. We really do. So let's just follow the guidelines, follow the guidance. Um, work from home if you can. And that's it, people. Stay safe. Stay corona-free. And um, and let's let's hopefully make COVID nineteen feel like it was a big overreaction. Let's make it feel like that that we get through it so quickly it all got a bit mad. That's all, yeah. Let's have it like that. All right, people. That's the end of the pod. Um, have I got any gigs coming up? No, I've bloody haven't. Ah, all right. Catch you later. Bye.